Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. I'm your host, The Philosopher, and I've got a special treat for you guys today. Today's episode is all about meditation. I have our guest, Paul Harrison, who's a meditation expert and also a fellow member of the FGC over in Canada. Join me on FGC Philosophy and talk about his experiences with meditation. Uh, we talk a lot about Evo 2017 with Punk versus Taquito. Personally, I have had a lot of experience with meditation and it has benefited me in multiple ways inside and outside the virtual arena. And so it was great to actually come across somebody else who specializes in meditation but also in fighting games and be able to have a conversation about the benefits of meditation and pass that knowledge on to fellow members of the FGC. But before we get into the show, of course, I have to thank my patrons for making this possible. Patreon.com slash philosopher if you guys want to help support me even as little as a dollar a month goes a long way and i would greatly appreciate anything you put my way and that goes right back into fgc philosophy other than that the biggest update that i have right now is that there is a fgc that i am helping to start here in kalamazoo michigan thanks to glitch gaming lounge Technically, it's in Portage, Michigan. I live in Kalamazoo, but the actual gaming lounge is in Portage, technically. But we call it the KZoo FGC, and it has been growing. People from all over Michigan have been checking it out, and we've been having some tournaments, growing traction, and I have to thank the people who have helped this FGC grow. The Battle Creek FGC, the Traverse City FGC, Detroit FGC, and of course, the Grand Rapids FGC. Without you guys, this would not have been possible. So thank you so much for making that possible. Such a great honor. And it is such a sight to behold uh, seeing an FGZ grow before my eyes week after week. It's been very great. And I could not be more grateful to everyone that has contributed in some form or fashion. Other than that, in case you guys may not know, I do most of these videos in video format as well. So feel free to check out the video interviews over at youtube.com slash the philosopher spelled the same way other than that thank you guys so much for tuning in and i hope you enjoy the show I'm excited to talk with him. This is uh, Paul Harrison of DailyMeditation.com. Um, this is someone that caught my attention. I, I read his post, or I read a, an article from SureYouCan.com talking about uh, meditation, and it got me really curious. Um, lo and behold, he's also really interested in the reason the FGC as well. So that really made me want to reach out and talk to them. So I hope you guys will be able to learn from this conversation. Um, but how are you doing today, Paul? Doing excellent. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. So how did you come across uh, meditation? So I got started in meditation maybe like 15 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, or around that sort of time, a little bit over a decade ago. I was actually at drama school at the time, learning to be an actor. Um, when, for the sake of advancing my acting, I had to kind of learn to control my mind better because acting is a very mental process. So one of my teachers at acting school uh, suggested that I just start basic mindfulness meditation techniques um so that's how i started in the very beginning and then it's just been learning um you know reading books um talking to various 
Gurus people, um, and just getting a ton of exposure. And, and then once I kind of learned how to do all different te meditation techniques and I was successful with integrating them into my own life, I started teaching meditation on the dailymeditation.com uh, and writing about it. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much my history in meditation. Hmm. And so with, with uh, starting to meditate, what did you notice for yourself? Because you talked about being able to control your mind a little bit better. Yeah. Well, I noticed when I initially started. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, right. So before <laughs> I started meditating, um, I was um, very, I, I had a bit of a kind of, my upbringing was a little bit, um, I don't want to get into it too much, but like, there were reasons why I was kind of an uh, angry young man, right? Mm. Let's just put it that way, right? So I had a lot of anger in my mind at that time. Uh, I had a lot of resentment um, when I was like 20. Um, and it was really, really hard to focus on anything and to be peaceful until I started meditating. Um, so then at drama school, when I was like 20, 21, 22, um, I started doing just mindfulness of breath, which is just where you focus on your breathing. And at first it was just kind of like relaxation, you know, just a general 20 minute chill out and venting session, letting go of things. So to begin with, there wasn't anything, you know, any of this advanced stuff that you, that you hear with meditation. It was very much just this relaxes me. I'm going to keep doing it. So that was, that was the initial thing. And then just learning to focus my mind a lot better. And then as an actor as well, um, I don't know how much you want to talk about acting, but it's kind of directly related because as yeah. an actor, you kind of need to have control of your mind and your emotions and you need to be able to tap into different emotions at different times. Like if you're acting on stage in like a drama and there's a very emotional scene, you need to be able to find that part of your mind that triggers that kind of emotion, right? right. So you need a lot of kind of um, mental adeptness and um, ability to control your mind and your emotions in acting. So that was the two main things that I got from it to begin with. A, it made me a much better actor and B, it relaxed and focused my mind. Hmm. And then there's been a whole ton of benefits since since then, but that was the the first two things that... Yeah, so I've got a couple of questions reeling in my head here. I, I guess the first question is how do you go from a person who's pursuing acting and, and meditation, uh, meditation, and then uh, getting into fighting games. Where did that happen? Um, well, I'm actually a games journalist as well, right? Mm. So, and I've been a games journalist for probably longer than I've been anything else, professionally speaking. Um, so, I've I've, I've always loved games. Um, right from, I think I first got into games when I had like an Amstrad. Do you remember those? Or maybe that was just in the UK that we got those. I believe you know, so. I mean, like Commodore 64 and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to start getting into games. I was like six years old. And I've been a hardcore gamer since I was six years old. So, and then getting into the FGC, um, that's another big story, actually. Because, like, okay, so I immigrated from England to Canada. And I didn't really know anybody in Canada to begin with at all. Um, well, other than um, my girlfriend. Um, that's a whole other story. We won't go that. But like, so I knew like, I knew like one person in Canada, right? When I immigrated, and I had absolutely nobody else in the entire country that I knew. So at the time, I was kind of thinking, well, I need to get some sort of social life going here, right? As a new immigrant. 
So I thought to myself, well, what do I love? Um, and, I, and FGC was probably the first answer to what do I love, FGC and different kinds of art. So I went on shuriken.com. And back in the day, they used to have, you'll probably remember, they used to have the regional matchmaking section of the forums. This is like 2008, so like when 4 came out. Um, so I went in there and found my, my little region and got a chat to some of the guys there and then went out um, to my first FGC event. And then since then, the FGC has basically become my Canadian family, to be honest with you. Oh, wow. Interesting. So um, to kind of merge the two together, because you were talking about being able to, uh, with meditation, being able to kind of emotionally control yourself. Um, just kind of a blanket question, and we'll, we'll go from there. But just in your experience, how do you think meditation, if at all, has been able to affect you um, when playing fighting games? Uh, well, I, I don't really play seriously competitively. So like for me, when yeah. I play fighting games, even though I love the FGC, like I love commentating and stuff like that and being in the community, I don't, I don't really play seriously. So I don't, to be honest, I don't really feel like uh, meditation has been that important to me because I don't play at a level where I really need to have yeah, that level yeah. of focus. However, it, like, it is without a doubt massively beneficial to any competitive player. It's just that I, I play for fun more than for competition, you know? Right. So in your experience, why do you think it's beneficial for competitive, like high, high competitive players, high level competitive players? Okay. Well, it depends on the individual. There's a lot of reasons why it might be beneficial, but ultimately, it takes all that. Are we PG? Are we John Cena PG thirteen, or can I? <laughs> yeah, you can say what you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it takes all that crap in your mind, right? And um, just gets rid of it. All that, all that junk, all that mental noise that's going on in most people's minds, twenty four hours a day, right? That mm -hmm. prevents you from focusing one hundred percent on anything, whether it's a fighting game or work or anything. Gets rid of all that noise, so that one hundred percent of your focus can be on the thing that you're actually doing. Now, that's applicable to anything, including fighting games. Definitely. So yeah. that's the that's the most fundamental thing is that it just it allows you to put all your focus into what you're doing, and no matter what you're doing, whether it's a fighting game or something else, that's obviously going to be beneficial. Yeah, and I kind of want to put some tangibility to that with my own uh, little experience because I, I started meditating around 23, 24. I'm I'm turning 30 next next week, <laughs> so I've been doing it for I guess you know five five or so years. Um, and before then, I, I'd never been able to really how do I put this into words? Like my mind was always thinking about more than one thing at once. Like I'm I'm doing something and I'm multitasking in my brain. That's just kind of how it was, and that's that's. What that's the only thing I knew until I started meditating, and I'll, I'll be honest. When I first started meditating, and I actually had a moment of just like stillness, where there was no thoughts passing by, and I could observe my thoughts without judging them, and I could just be in the moment. It was a little bit scary because I'm used to like being around a bunch of thoughts all the time. Mm -hmm. But I was also really into fitness because I was overweight, 300 pounds, and so I was really trying to take my uh, fitness more serious. And uh, I had a lot of insecurities, and I was able to pinpoint those insecurities while I'm at the gym. I'm like, oh my goodness, is this person thinking of me? And then I would realize those thoughts. So like all this stuff kind of combined with each other. And um, not again, like you, not so much with fighting games early on. I didn't really use it that much. I, I did have some clarity, but it wasn't like with the intention of playing fighting games. But I just noticed that um, 
when I was doing something that I'm trying to do at a high level, because I've always been active, even as a big person, I did a lot of martial arts and stuff. So I was always active and very in tune with my body. But there was like this another level where I wasn't thinking about something else. I know my teachers and coaches always had to say, pay attention, pay attention all the time. And I'm like, how do I pay attention? Like, can someone teach me how to pay attention? I don't right, know. Yeah. But um, that easy. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really interesting because um, I know a lot of people know of meditation. A lot of, a lot of people who play fighting games also watch like anime or, or, no Ryu is, is very known for meditation, but I don't think um, a lot of people have had the opportunity to really sit down um, and see the benefits that it could uh, provide, like a lot of mental clarity is at least what I've gotten. Um, along with other things, but the mental clarity was the main benefit for me. I think, like you said before, it's person to person, um, but I, I'd be really curious to know like how that goes with people doing it consistently, because that's, that's where, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like the consistency, the consistency of meditation really helps with um, like starting to see those benefits. Right. I mean, it's like a- any kind of physical exercise, you know, if you do it day on day on day, then the benefits are going to add up to more than they would be if you were doing it inconsistently. Um, and speaking of the benefits, there's actually, I, I wrote a really large article on the benefits of meditation. Actually, it's about 10,000 words long. There's more than, 110 scientifically proven health benefits of meditation. Many of them are not (laughs) applicable to this video about fighting games. You know, most of them are like it it, um, regulates your blood pressure. Um, It helps with respiration, um, you know, stress, depression, anxiety, things like that. But I mean, I don't want to go into that too much because I feel like that probably isn't hugely applicable to our conversation. I guess medical wise, not so much. Um, So what, just in your experience, what do you think um, medical or otherwise are the benefits of of meditation to the the person that's kind of trying to improve and trying to get to another level, perhaps like some of the, some of the things that you might've observed in the FGC combined with your knowledge of meditation. So you mean specifically for somebody who's playing fighting games? Yeah. uh, I'm kind of curious. All right. So do you know what this, Evo that just it just passed yeah. was <laughs> the ultimate proof that something like meditation can make a massive difference. Okay, because you've got Tokido, who obviously is a lot more experienced. Okay, and Punk, who is seriously inexperienced at that level. You know, I think this was probably the first time that he's ever been to that level of competition. That was, is that correct? I I know he's he's won some majors, but at Evo, I think this is the highest he's ever done in Evo right. specifically. Yeah, and I mean. Just between their body language, you could see the massive difference, right? Like you've got Takedo, who before Grand Finals, I specifically remember saying that he was kind of doing some kind of sort of warm up kind of exercises. And like nothing, like I'm not saying that he was doing some sort of stretching and stuff, but he was kind of like juggling on his butt, but like, kind of deals to get himself pumped up, right? So he was a lot more relaxed and his body language was a lot more positive. And you tell when they were playing that Takedo, because he was more relaxed, he was able to adapt, right? And we talk about adapting being a massive part of, of fighting games, right? You need to adapt. But how do you adapt? The only way you can adapt in a fighting game or in anything is with a level of mental flexibility. Because if you're focused too much on this kind of idea in your head of, um, well, I'm playing, I'm going to use Karin because, you know, punk, we're talking about punk. Let's say if, if you're playing Kareen and in your mind is this idea of, well, I know that the best thing for me to do in this situation is to just stand at, outside of 
sweep range and, and hit that standing uh, standing rattles, which you know Karina is a brilliant move, right? But if, if you've got that idea so solidly in your mind, then you're not going to be able to see the other possibilities, right? So when Takedo changes up his game, which he did because he was flowing, right? If you're too fixated on this one idea, that this is how we play and that's it, then you're not going to be able to have the flexibility to respond to what the other player is doing, right? So adapting, which we all talk about in the FGC, means having mental flexibility. And the only way you can have mental flexibility is if you're relaxed mentally. So if you're sitting where Punk is, and by the way, I just want to clarify, my respect for Punk, right? Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to say anything negative about him. Definitely. Because uh, extremely talented guy, you know, and I'm sure he's going to win EVO eventually. Um, but if you're kind of like stressed like that, like Punk was, then you're not living in the moment and you're, you're not saying, well, okay, never mind what I think I need to do. This is what is happening. What do I do with what is happening right now to change it so that I win, right? If you're too stressed, then you're not going to be able to think in that flexible way. And that, that's FGC, that's life, that's anything. If you're going to work every day, right, just to take away from FGC, let's say you're going to work and you're working in your office and what you're doing isn't getting you promoted, right? But you're so damn certain in your mind that you're doing the absolute right thing and you're fixated on what you're doing and the idea that it's right, yeah, you're not looking at the other possibilities of what where you could go and what you could do to actually change the situation. Whereas if you're Takedo and you're he's all like jumping around positive, he's feeling you could see just from the mad boy language, you could see that he was feeling free, right? And if you're free enough to stand up on the Evo stage in front of like thousands of gaming fans and be jogging on the spot, which isn't a particularly gaming thing to do, right? I mean, I've never seen a game of Jogman's Bar in a tournament before in my life, right? Um, but if you're at that point of freedom and flexibility, then your mind is thinking, well, I'm just going to live with the moment, go with it, do what I can to win based on what is happening right now, and I'm going to be able to be flexible, you know? Similar to, like, yoga. In fact, Tokido said that he did a lot of yoga at, in, in that Evo. You remember that? He said that he was practicing yoga, preparing for Evo. But it's the same basic thing with your body, right? Your body makes it easier to think about if you're holding a lot of stress in, let's say, in your spine, right, you're not going to be able to move in certain ways, right? It's going to cause you pain to move in certain ways. Same thing with your mind, right? If you're holding too much stress in your mind, you're not going to be able to move your mind, in other words, think, right, in new ways because you're too stressed where you are. So that is one – I mean, I just went on a bit of a, bit of a rant lecture. A bit. That was beautiful. I liked it. <laughs> But like that is one a key reason why meditation is so important for for fine game players because it gives you the mental let's say mental adaptability because it makes it easier to understand to a fine gamer. It gives you the mental adaptability to be able to have the in-game adaptability. Mm. I like that's just one reason, right? I like I could literally list off like yeah, there's one that I kind of want to get into. You touched on a little bit, and then um, you went in the direction that you went in, which was also very awesomely explained. Um, and and this is this a uh, this actually doesn't bother me, but the generalization of it bothers me. Of tilting, I, I've talked about this numerous times, and and you you touched on this where um, this is my opinion, and I I want you to know I want to know yours, but I think that it's hard to be present and also tilt at the same time, and that that also is a very big generalization. Um, but I find that a lot of people, one, the mistake is that people, you know, they talk about tilting and they generalize it and there's, there's more going on than just. What do you, what, what do you think? 
Oh, so I don't, this might be an American term, but basically tilting is is a term that gamers often use. I think um, maybe poker players used to, where you're basically emotionally failing because of an emotional state that you're in. It's causing you to not perform at your peak level. Right. So say two people who are at exactly the same level of skill. Um, mm-hmm. One person is thinking like, like they're, they're thinking all the things that could go wrong. So they're, they're tilting. And all of a sudden you can see it in their performance. You can see that this person's really good, but they're doing, they're making bad mistakes or they're making things kind of like what you're talking about, where they have this rigid mindset of, of not being able to adapt. Um, a lot of times tilting causes you to adapt, uh, not to be able to adapt. You know, it's very um, well known in, in martial arts where angry fighting is not smart fighting. Um, if you're fighting angry, you're not going to really win. You become predictable. Um, and, and my point in that is, is um, with, with tilting, um, with being in an emotionally uh, not productive state, uh, how, in your experience, like with, with meditation, how could that help to avoid um, tilting or help um, kind of, I don't, I don't know what you guys call it over in, in Canada, there's, there's a term for that. I don't know what the slang would be, but you basically mean how your emotions affect your gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yes. So your emotions affect the way you're thinking, right? So if like if you're feeling um, sad or whatever, that sadness will influence the, the way in which you're thinking and will sway your normally logical mind. So it's kind of ch- changing your perception of how you're looking at the situation. And then the way in which you react is obviously based on that perception, right? So to, to what you said, it's not wise to, to like be angry in, in, in a fight. Um, I mean, I don't really believe in fighting, <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a virtual fight, I was like, in, in a FGC game. Yeah, like if you're angry, um, then your emotion is controlling your, your logical, rational mind. Um, and it's making you want to act by probably pressing lots of powerful buttons that are probably minus two million on block, right? So your anger is making you see a situation in an inaccurate way, which is then making you act in an, in an inaccurate way, right? So when you meditate, um, well, I mean, it's, this totally depends on the specific kind of meditation that we're talking about because there's a lot of different kinds of meditation. But when you do mindfulness meditation, which um, can I briefly explain what, my, what mindfulness is? Hi, please do. I was actually going to ask you to do that. Okay. So it's a big subject, but I'm going to put it in a little nutshell. Um, mindfulness is basically observation. Um, it's when you just observe what's going on in your mind. That's the mindfulness meditation, which is now skewed by the fact that we've got mindfulness as a modern term, which just means being aware. Um, but when we're talking about mindfulness meditation, in a very simple terms, it just means clearly observing what's happening in your own mind, right? So if you've got um, emotions going on, let's say that you're angry, like you said, right? Um, normally you're inside that emotion, right? So it's kind of like being inside an ocean current that's tossing you this way and that, and you're not in control, right? And I always liken mindfulness to stepping out of that ocean stepping out of that current and sitting by the shore to just observe what's going on right when you step outside of your emotions and you're able to observe them clearly you gain control you go back to that point of view where you're just seeing things objectively and logically so you're resetting your mind to see things in a clear perspective where you can make choices that are logical 
and you know based on what's actually happening rather than based on the emotional state that you're experiencing hmm. so so for the average gamer for the average like a uh, fighting game player um just off the top of your head, what do you think and uh, a simple exercise that they could, like something actionable they could do towards uh, mindfulness meditation that might be able to benefit them with a little bit more mental clarity? Okay. Well, first I have to say something really important. Yes. Because you should not meditate before playing a video game. I just want to make that perfectly clear. Okay. Can I ask why? Immediately before, like immediately before, mm-hmm. you should go into any deep state of meditation before playing a video game. For one very, very key and very important reason, which is that Meditation kind of makes you hypersensitive to information in, in, in your environment. Um, and video games, not specifically just video games, but like TV, movies, uh, any kind of electronic media is already information overload, right? So if you're in a hyper alert state and you're absorbing too much information anyway, that is an awful lot of stress on your brain, right? That's why you should say, like, please separate meditation from um, from gaming. Now, mm. to answer the logical question, there are games like Daigo and things who, who sit and will medit- meditate before a game, right? But they're meditating between a round. They're, they're not really meditating. They're taking about five mindful breaths. So it's not that's not the same thing as like literally sitting down and doing a proper meditation, okay? So yes, you can just take a few calming breaths before playing a video game, right? But you definitely should not. Um, do a full-on meditation session before you start playing video games. Um, so I just wanted to say that, but I forgot what your question was now. <laughs> um, so what's a, what's a practice that they could do? Um, not before games, but just like a daily, uh, some sort of, I mean, I would assume it'd be daily. That's, that's what I do. That's when I get the most benefits. But I want to know what you would say to someone just starting off. Uh, the place to always begin with meditation. And this, I think this is probably the, the most agreed upon upon thing of meditation if you're a beginner then just start by observing your breath okay for 20 minutes so you're going to want to set aside 20 minutes in which you're not going to be distracted in which you're going to be somewhere that's at least somewhat peaceful not overly noisy um somewhere relaxing somewhere that you can focus uh either sit down if you can sit in lotus position which is where you've got your legs crossed essentially um, and do that. Otherwise, um, any, stand, lie down, or sit in any position where the position that you're in is not going to distract you, right? Like you're not, you're not going to be fidgeting or anything like that, right? So get into a position where you have a level of stability. Whether that's standing up, sitting down, lying down is up to you. But what matters is that you have stability so you're not distracted, okay? Then you're going to want to close your eyes and just generally quiet your mind. So just gen- generally just relax for like five minutes. And from then onwards, simply observe your breath as it passes between your, your nose and between your lips. Continue doing that for 20 minutes. And as simple as that sounds, I promise you, you're going to find it very, very relaxing. And that's a very basic meditation that is the perfect place for any beginner to start. That's basically called mindfulness of breath. And that's kind of when people say meditation, even though the word applies to technically more than 800 different forms of, of consciousness. Um, when in modern day, especially in the West, when we say meditation, people generally think of that technique, right? So that's the technique that is the best one to start with. And it's the one that most people consider to be meditation, even though meditation also means a lot more. 
So yeah, observe your breath basically for 20 minutes. Oh, well, there you go. Some really simple advice uh, that I, I think is very beneficial. I've been doing it for a while and I'm, I, I can't get enough of it, to be honest. Um, I always want to do it more after I'm done. Uh, there's certain days, uh, just from my experience, where you know it, it can be challenging to sit still for, for 20 minutes, especially for someone who uh, just starting out. It, it's going to, from my experience, it, it felt like, for me, uh, it was hard to sit still for that long amount of time that a period of time. I can't even speak today. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So for people who do struggle to, to sit still for 20 minutes, um, there's other uh, ways that you can help yourself. Um, using the same technique, you can just count your breaths, which helps. Like, it kind of just gives your mind something to do. So your mind's more active just counting breaths, so it's less easy to be distracted and to lose your focus. Mm -hmm. um, if you really, really, really struggle to sit still um, at all and to, and to meditate at all, um, then generally just find opportunities to go places that are more relaxing. Go for a walk in nature. Um, any, anything that you find relaxing. It's anywhere, anywhere quiet, anywhere where you're not kind of you're not aware of the stresses that you've got in life, right? So generally getting out of your own house um, and just sitting, whether it's a park, whether it's, if you're lucky enough to live by the sea, then sit, you know, sitting on the beach and just watching the waves is always great. Or just sit outside and observe the sky for 10 minutes, just relaxing and things like that. Anything that is quiet, that is slow. You know, I always think of mindfulness as like appreciating slowness, you know? Like if you go for a walk in nature, there's all these still things. It's like the trees which barely move, except I'm gonna get really poetic here. I, I, you know, as an artist, <laughs> I'll try not to get too put too poetic. But like, you got these the trees which are still, except for the slight breeze through through the leaves. You, you've you've got the the if you you know if you're barefoot, you've got the grass tickling um, your feet. All, all these these things from nature are like little gifts that are custom built seemingly to relax the mind, right? So if you can't meditate, if you can't focus for 20 minutes on your breathing, which and a lot of people can't. So if you can't, don't worry about it because you're, you're not alone, right? But if you can't do that, just find anything that is peaceful and appreciate it, spend time around it and enjoy it. And that will naturally slow your mind down. And before long, you're going to find that suddenly meditation seems a, a lot easier. Awesome. awesome. And the last thing I'll add on to that is, is just like fighting games. Um, you got to practice it. The more you do it, the better you'll be at it. Absolutely. You know, you got to level up. You, you might not get to that uh, that master rank in uh, in meditation quite as quickly as you would in, in five. Well, it was pretty difficult in five, right? But, but it's certainly, it's a lot, it's a lot harder in meditation. But, yeah. yeah. Level up, level up one, one step at a time. So if people had questions, is there any way for them to reach out to you about meditation? Yeah, for sure. Um, hit up facebook.com forward slash The Daily Meditation or visit my website, thedailymeditation.com. I'm always happy to, to you know chat to people in the FGC. I mean, like I said, when I moved to Canada, FGC has been my family. So like anyone who's in the FGC, I, I, I am totally down with talking to you about anything. And, and if you want to chat about meditation, then that's, that's great with me. Awesome. So I, I highly appreciate all the advice, all, all the information I've gotten from you so far. I, I appreciate your time. I promise I get out of get you out of here on time. So I want to thank you. Um, 
And if you guys um, do want to check them out, I'll put links in the description. But last thing I want to say is if you have any questions or any comments, uh, let us know in the comments down below. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences with meditation or your curiosity about meditation. So that said, thank you guys so much, and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it as well. Uh, I appreciate the work that you do. You, you know what you've got here. Uh, honestly, I think it's a fantastic project. So I just want to interject and say thank you. It's been a pleasure, and I hope that you know these videos and everything are really successful for you too. Thank you. I appreciate that.